from the basement of Rubies on Summit, this is the Pros from Dover. A soccer podcast starring a couple of Nord expats proving once and for all that even though you've got cheap microphones and a pretty decent laptop, along with too much free time at a Coda Pass or two, podcasting may still not be for everyone. Hashtag your tweets with hashtag finest kind to join the conversation and bring back the bullpen car. Bananarama, Alabama, Hannah, Montana, Bandana Bandits, Extravaganza within Indiana. When Eric Banna and Vanna had fanny packs in Savannah and had a fabulous nap in pajamas at the veranda. Banana, doo doo, bananas. I'm loving them. I'm sure Kapoor and Stefani both back me. Best flavor of runs and Laffy Taffy. Don't at me. All my fan from Santa Ana all the way to Atlanta. We're gonna quote Ralph Wiggum and go, go, banana. Banana Nana, put out your hands like patty cake And go bananas, we're gonna go banana cakes And grab a stack of flapjacks that your Nana makes Oh, we've got banana cake Welcome to this edition of the Pros from Dover My name is Matt I am Jim, how you doing Matt? I'm doing good, I'm doing good I uh, was at a concert last night until the wee hours of the morning And I realized that I'm 40 and shouldn't be drinking that much liquor that late on on a Tuesday Yeah, how'd Um, you get home by the way? uh, My friend drove me Oh, nice. Yes, okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I briefly was concerned and then thought, you're 40. Yeah. I mean, it's just in Newport. I could have walked. I know, I know. Like, <laughs> um, so, uh, the crew draw 3-3 on the road to San Jose. We're going to get into that. We're going to go around the league. We'll talk about that. Uh, we've got the big uh, first leg of the Trillium Cup coming up this weekend against oh, Toronto man. FC. Yes. Uh, a game that has actually been moved to... One of the like C tier games in the ticket packages, uh, which I do want to get into as well. Okay, I wasn't aware of that. Does that have anything to do with uh, the Arctic blast that's about to hit us? No, because it was like that. It's in it's in the like the pick eights or the oh. pick the pick ten games or whatever. Okay. And so this was decided before the season even started. Oh, okay, fair My enough. My guess is it's a one thirty game in March. Is why it's a it's a C tier game and not. I'll have to go uh, pull this up um, while we're talking. And, sure. And we can we can obviously look at that later. Um, but yeah, Dwayne Rollins tweeted out about this. Okay. I, uh, yeah. I thought that, that was an interesting um, observation. But so yeah, the uh, the crew rivalry um, week. Rivalry week against uh, the our most bitter rival, the San Jose uh, Clash. Um, Snatching defeat from the jaws of victory in this one. Um, <laughs> they go down uh, for one of the worst called penalties that I've seen in a long time. And he had VAR. Yeah. This is my question. Did it, On what planet, Jim, is that a penalty? Um, I don't know. On the planet Garber? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was some game. Yeah. It was some game, uh, which I didn't see because... Uh, I didn't feel like going out, and I can't watch. I, I can't remember the last time I've been able to see a Columbus Crew game at home. It's just ridiculous. I can't even watch it on replay. Like somehow, because I did not fly to uh, Northern California to watch this match in person, I am somehow denied from watching it on my television in my home. Like four days later. Yeah. Because. I don't know. Whatever. It's yeah. just, yeah. Anyway, I'm going to stop griping about that. But, yeah, so we were up 3-1. couple of beautiful goals by Zella Ryan. Uh, one just from the run of play, which is always nice to see him do that. And then the second, just one of his great free kicks. It was, it was wonderful. And then in the last 10 minutes, um, we fell apart. And that's all there is to it. 
Yeah, I, I was I was very disappointed in the I was very disappointed in the officiating, but I'm not going to blame the officiating on this one because we had every opportunity to win this game and we couldn't yeah. do it. Yeah. Um, and that's that's you know neither here nor there. I'm trying to find this tweet. Dwayne, Dwayne Rollins tweets a lot. Well, I'm gonna so I'm gonna while you do that, I'm gonna mention one thing because listening to last week's podcast, we had a discussion. Um, about uh, who Porter was going to start up front. And I said he was going to start Zardes up front. Mm-hmm. You said he was going to start Zardes and Barry. Mm-hmm. And we were both wrong. We were both wrong. Which means that you're not buying my drinks and I am not buying your drinks. Oh, you're definitely still buying my drinks. Oh, you are? <laughs> I you, mean, yeah, oh, I am? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. You didn't know about that, but you totally are. Yeah, not. yeah. Yeah. And so um, there's there was someone on Twitter who I guess is a writer for another team uh-huh. maybe i don't know i i didn't recognize but he was he was tweeting about the crew and crew fans were interacting with him on twitter uh-oh and well and they were being typical crew fans interacting with another team's whatever on i but he brought up some interesting points i thought and i wanted to get into that with you Unless mm-hmm. you had a specific agenda about this game. No, let's, yeah. Well, okay, the specific point was, by not starting Zardes two games in a row, um, Porter, he, this writer feels as if, at the least, it's irresponsible on some sort of fundamental MLS level to not start a designated player. Um, Why? I, well, because... It sort of breaks the league in a yeah. way. Yeah. Um, his other argument, which I find a little bit more compelling, is that this is an uh, this is a World Cup year. Yeah. Zardes is on the bubble whether he's going to make the national team for the World Cup, and it's doing essentially a disservice to one of your players to not do this, um, which I kind of agree with, but. But I, I, I've, I've come up with like three different, there's three different things that could be going on. Um, one of which is, for some reason, Zardes is just not completely match fit. I mean, that's what I think it's probably. That's what I think it is probably yeah. as well. And we don't know, and with Caleb Porter, we are never going to know what is going on in the dressing room with his players and who he starts and why and who he doesn't start and why. Yeah. Another compelling argument would simply be, um, Barry was the fittest of our forwards for the first match. Yeah. And so we started Barry. And until there's a compelling reason to not start Barry, Barry is going to get the start. I mean that's that's kind of the that's kind of the hockey goalie thing where you play you play the guy that's hot. Um yeah. and Zardes comes on and scores a goal three minutes later. Yeah, I know. You know, I mean he's he's getting minutes, he's getting meaningful minutes, and he's producing. Um it's it's it is not. Um, I don't think this is a popular opinion. I don't think this. It, it is not the job of Caleb Porter to make sure that players get seen for the national team. Um, it is his job to win games for the Columbus Crew. Right. Um, and and however he decides to do that, I may disagree with him. Um, that's one of the reasons we do a podcast, not because of Caleb specifically, but just because. Well, you yeah, know, yeah. Um, but but he is. He's the manager, um, and <laughs> this whole 
you have a duty to you have a duty to start a designated player. What if the what if the designated player is match fit? What if the designated player is playing like shit? Well, I know, I know. You know? And like, what if the designated player is I don't know Bastian Schweinsteiger at, at Chicago, and he's mm-hmm. just like ninety five years old, and you know, there's some new league rule about you can't have like a walker out on the field. Yeah. Well, okay, and I get all that. Um, They'll never pass that rule. <laughs> Garber would lose too many of his guys. <laughs> it's true, but the the only counter argument that i would be willing to make about this i mean i agree with you that Caleb Porter's job is not necessarily to make to to play players so that they can get national team duty yeah even uh, even american players yeah. i know that's not his job but in a sense his job as a manager of a business we'll yeah. just say is to make sure that his employees are not disgruntled. Of course, of course. And so, again, we don't know what's going on in that locker room. We don't know if Jossie Zardes is telling Caleb Porter, I'm really eager to get out there, coach, but I just don't think that I'm I'm ready for it right now. Are you okay with that? That could be the case. We don't know. But Zardes is an asset. Of course he is, yeah. And he's a very valuable asset. And so... I, it, I don't want to see disquiet in the locker room. I don't want to see this become a problem within the next month or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing that concerns me, however, that is of greater importance, I think, is that um, I don't want there to be a situation created where we lose one or the other. I Same. Yeah, and same. so I don't know what... Because... Um, we don't have enough quality and depth at, at center forward to lose either Barry or Zardes. No, we don't. Yeah, yeah, I That's, completely, that, I completely agree with you. It's it's a it's a situation where in in yeah he doesn't have an ob- all I'm saying is is that he doesn't have an obligation to the national team and he doesn't have an obligation to um, promote MLS or whatever. You know what I mean? His, yeah, I do. His job's to win games. Yeah, um, and and one of the ways you win games is to have cohesion in your locker room. And and have a sense of a team. So it's it's I I, I, I agree with you. I, I, I get it. Okay. Um cool. What else what else you got on, on the San Jose game? Um I would like more depth in the central of defense. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I mean I it... That's that's basically it. I don't have much else. Um you know, I think that I think that the team played pretty well mm-hmm. um, for about 80 minutes, and then they played really terrible for the last 15. Yeah, that's about it. Um, and it's and it's it's a road game. And it, well, we drew we on the road. Yeah, we drew on the road. We don't win on the road, so it, <laughs> it's, it's true. Yeah, I, I. So, you know, you can look at this game two ways. Um, if if someone came to us and said. Well, the crew are going to draw on the road this this coming weekend. We'd be like, "Yay!" And then they say by blowing a two goal lead in the yeah. last fifteen minutes, then we'd be pissed off. But that's kind of backwards reasoning. It is, it is. And I mean, I, honestly, you know, you look at that. You, we we shouldn't have had to worry about the the uh, Espinosa penalty. No. in the ninth minute. No, it was it was absolute horseshit. Mm-hmm. Um. I thought when they when they went back and looked at it, I thought they were going to card him for simulation. Right. That's how that's how bad it was. 
Yes, um, I agree. And I do not understand why um, the, the official... <laughs> There's a lot of officiating things I just don't understand. Yeah. So I want a I uh, good, uh, good friend of ours, um, uh, Larry Johnson uh, from Helltown Beer. Oh, hey, Larry. Um, he posted something, and, and this, was, this was interesting. It's not Columbus Crew related. But it is league-related, and I thought this was really interesting. So the, the ratings on ESPN um, during the day on March 6th, um, Sunday. Yeah. Uh, so Sports Center in the morning, ranging from 264, uh, 100,000 viewers, so quarter of a million viewers, to oh. Sports Center in the evening, uh, half about, or not in the evening, I'm sorry, at noon, roughly half a million viewers. Women's college basketball from noon to four, uh, r- roughly averaged around a half a million viewers. Okay. The NBA pregame show at seven and seven thirty, half a million viewers, three quarters of a million viewers. The NBA game at seven forty-five, um, and it looked like there. Yeah, I think there were two games. Uh, so one one point two million viewers. And 1.06 million viewers for the 10 o'clock NBA game. There was a Major League Soccer game in the middle of that at 4.09 p.m. Okay. 154,000 viewers. So the lowest rated thing that was on ESPN. Including SportsCenter at 7 in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That bad. That's bad. That's real bad. Um, Who was it? Was it LAFC? I'm trying to remember. I, I, let me pull up the. Well, here I've got the. Um, hold on a minute. Um, let's see. So Austin FC played Inter, and LAFC played the Portland Timbers. Both at both at four. Uh, I don't know when the. This is not telling me when they were. Um, um hold on. Because they they're in the past, so yeah, they won't. It's it's not. Uh, I'm pulling this up. I should be able to get this up. Matt, no, that match started at 10 p.m. So it was this was Austin and Miami. It looks like um, match started at 4 p.m. Yeah. So well, this is simple. We could just blame Austin. We could blame Austin for this. <laughs> they, they put up five. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that was. Yeah, we'll get into that when we go around the league because I I don't know what the hell's happening there and I and I and I looked at it and honestly they had some they had some pretty decent goals. Um, so two, the LAFC, two of which were by Ethan Finley. Are you sure the LAFC Portland game wasn't it wasn't it four? That's not what this is telling me. Okay, so both the other games were not at four o'clock. The, so, this is telling me that it started at ten. So and then the the um, was the Austin. Charlotte LA Galaxy game was also. There were, that? F- there were f- there were three games on Sunday. Or no, that was on Saturday. Never yep, mind. Yep, yep. There were only two games on Sunday. Yeah. So yeah, it was Austin Inter. So <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, that kind of makes sense. Uh, no one. I don't think people are watching the game in Miami. No. I don't think Miami's. Um, I don't. I don't remember what their attendance has been like so far. But it's you know it's Miami. I don't think people really give a damn. Well, if um, they're, if they're losing to Austin, yeah. five to one. Do you want to watch that when you can go to the beach? 
It's cumulative viewers, though. Like, like they wouldn't know that at the beginning of the ma- at the beginning of the match. Well, what I'm saying is, if you know your team is crappy, why are you going to watch them in the middle of, of a weekend afternoon in Miami? That's fair. Yeah, that is totally fair. Um, well, let's go around the league. Uh, we'll, we'll take a break. Um, yeah. we're going to come back. Let's play some war. Yeah, um, let's do that. This is a new new bit that I want to I want to try out on the show today. Um, I think it's going to be real dumb, but I'm looking forward to it. Uh, so we'll take a break. We'll come back okay. in a second. We are the pros from Dover. Stick around. And we are back. It is segment two of the pros from Dover. We are going to go around the league in just a second here. But first, um, we decided we're going to do something a little bit different on the show this evening. Um, uh, I would like to point out that Matt decided we're going to do something. I think this is going to be really fun. <laughs> uh, and if it's not, then we'll never do it again. Uh, but I, we went to... That's uh, what your wife said on your wedding night. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we bought uh, some um, Champions League trading cards. And then we bought... Uh, we were at Big Fun the other day. And we bought a whole bunch of uh, non-sport trading cards. Yes. Um, we're going to play War. So the way that this works is that I have a pack of... Uh, I have a bunch of different random packs of... Mostly movie or TV show cards. You, on the other hand, have soccer players. Yes, you, you have you have like you have like firing line playing cards and upstairs downstairs playing cards. Yes, you've upstairs, got like downstairs, the, you've yes. got like the nineteen seventies PBS classics. So uh, in my hand right now, I have cards from uh, Stargate. Uh, I have cards from uh, Super Mario Brothers, and I have cards from Star Trek: Deep Space Nine. So what we're gonna do? I have seen. I have seen all but three of those shows. Nice. Yes. Nice. Um, I have cards from... Have you ever seen Star Trek Deep Space I've Nine? I've seen like three episodes. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's the one with the guy from Spencer for Hire as the captain. Avery Brooks. Yeah, Avery Brooks. Yeah, I yes. know, yeah, I know. You're right. Yeah, he was, yeah. I'm yeah. very right. That's amazing. <laughs> yes. And, wait, not a visitor, and, uh-huh. oh, and as a Pros from Dover connection... Uh-huh. Um, Rene Abergenois played Odo, yes, he and did. he played Dago Red, aka Father Mulcahy, in the yep. movie version of Mash. He did. Yes. He did. So this is the original <laughs> idea behind this, but I have not had a chance to buy them yet. Is I found out that there are Mash trading cards. Oh my god! So at some point we're going to do. I'm going to buy a wax box of Mash trading cards, and we're going to buy a wax box of Major League Soccer trading cards. And we're going to go through and we're going to play war. Yes. Because uh, I think that that is great. So this is, this is I have no idea what any, some of these cards may have no, like, bearing uh, yeah. or anything along these lines. But go ahead and open yours up. All right. Okay, so. And you want to, you want to, you want to hide them from yourself. Oh. Okay, well, here, okay. Yeah, just, a... just, just palm them. And it's just the well, first. Well, okay. Yeah, okay. Here we go. Um. So you put them down on the, put them well, down okay. on the Well, okay. So these, these are really old as well. These so they... don't, these are like. Teams, not oh no, they're they're also players. Yeah, okay. yeah, no, no. Okay, well, I don't, I, you know, they're they're in different orders. So okay, so yeah, that's fine. Okay, that's fine. Okay, so draw a card. All right, draw a card. Draw a card and yeah. put it down in front of you. All right. <laughs> I don't even know what this is. Oh, this is this is the uh, resurrection sarcophagus from Star uh, from Stargate. Okay, well, I got Christian Tello from Real Betis. I think the resurrection sarcophagus wins in that one. Um, I would I wouldn't disagree. Oh, there there are actually numeric values on mine. Okay. So this is we have like external objectivity. Oh, you've on got mine. yeah, you've got like hit points. Well, this is card number sixty four in the series. 
Okay, well, I, I don't I don't think that Christian Tello is going to trump whatever you've got. Yes, yeah, I think well, the re- so so I win that one. Yeah, okay. So no, no, I, I keep both of the cards now. That's how war works. Too. Oh, That's how war works. They're my cards. Now. Okay, fine. Uh, next one. Okay, I have. Uh, what is this? Oh, one of the uh, one of the girls that uh, James Spader banged uh, in Stargate. It's not. It's not a specific character. It's just. It's just. Uh, yeah. Okay. And I got. I can't remember. What, I can't remember what the character. See, here's the problem. Now. I got a team, yeah. which doesn't count. Oh no, it totally counts. Okay. Well, I got Sporting Club Portugal. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> room with room with harem full of women uh, for James Spader or uh, Sporting Club Portugal. Okay. If it was anybody but James Spader, I would say you win. Yeah. Oh, so you're so you're saying that because it's James Spader, uh, I don't I don't I don't win this one. Yeah, because. Um, James Spader starred in a movie called Jack's Back, where he played a 1980s version of Jack the Ripper, and it's like one of the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> okay, I, but I would counter with James Spader in Boston Legal. Well, you know, I was just thinking about that. Yeah. 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 Okay. So this is early James Spader, so I'm going to give it to you. I'm okay. Give it to you. Fair I think enough. that that's. I think that that's the way this is going to have to work. Okay. okay. Next one. Yes. Oh, this is the Stargate Base Camp. Oh, okay. It's just a picture of the Stargate base camp. I, I think on the, you're uh, probably going to win. Oh, no, wait. No. I got Atletico Madrid's goalkeeper, a.k.a. the greatest goalkeeper in the world, Jan Oblak. <laughs> I'm not kidding. He is considered to be the greatest <laughs> no, goalkeeper no, you, in the world. You win. You win. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 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 this card, I love these like 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 '90s movie cards because they had to fill out a complete set of these like pretty much worthless trading cards. Right. This one just says "frightened workers" and it just shows a bunch of workers who are scared. <laughs> okay. Well, I got RB Leipzig. Uh huh. Um, who suck this year? Yeah. 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 But do they suck as much as frightened workers? Well, no. Yeah, so I think you win that one, too. Okay, yeah. Um, little little sidebar about RB Leipzig. Um, we mentioned yesterday, or last, sorry, last episode, that Jesse Marsh, former RB Leipzig manager, is yeah. now the manager of Leeds. Yes. So, apparently a bunch of, I, I, we actually talked about this a bit, a bunch of people in England are making fun of Jesse Marsh because he's an American and they're referring to him as Ted Lasso. So, yes. So, I got on Twitter. Um Basically, to make the point that the exact same number of American managers have won the Premier League as English managers. Yeah. And then I went back to see the last time a team managed by an English manager had finished in the top four in the Premier League, and it was exactly 10 years ago. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So. I remember you telling me that. Yeah, that's, I know. Yeah, it's, that's... Just, it's just amazing. <laughs> okay. I'm not, I'm not doing well with these Stargate cards, but I think we're playing fair right now. I think so, we're. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Oh, this one is. Mission accomplished from when they nuke Ra's spaceship okay. at the end of the movie. Okay, and I got Reiner Jesus from Borussia Dortmund, uh-huh. a player I've never heard of on a team that I actually kind of follow. Well, I think blowing up the alien spaceship at the <laughs> yeah, end of the movie yeah, beats, beats the dude from Borussia Dar- Dortmund. <laughs> yeah. All right. Especially a guy named Reiner Jesus. Yeah. Ooh, I got Jack O'Neill in this one right there. Jack O'Neill, main character of the movie. Yeah, I think you win. I might. It depends. Oh, any other day but today you would win, friend. But I got Kareem Benzema. Oh! 
<laughs> he, he just surpassed Alfredo De Stefano to become the third biggest goal scorer in the history of Real Madrid. Okay. I'm gonna Can give we, this I'm gonna give this to you. I'm gonna give this to you. Yeah. If it was any other day. Yeah, I mean yeah, that's that's a that's a tough that's a tough get right there. Yeah. Um Let me see here. This is another one of Ra's private chambers where James Spader once again goes into the sex the sex dungeon. Um two James Spader sex dungeon cards in one in one go. What yeah, got? I got I got the team AC Milan. They're not that great this season. I mean, they might win the Italian league, but they've bombed I, out I, of Europe. You, you win. You win. Oh. It's early James Spader sex, sex chamber. That's the whole thing. And then I got the last one is just a piece of the Stargate, which is a, probably some sort of instant win thing. So Okay. And I have Daily Blend, who is Danny Blend's son, who is... Daily Blend sounds like a coffee shop in the short north. Yeah, he's a well. They say he's a defender. He's also a midfielder for um, for Ajax. He was playing for Ajax, then he went to Manchester United, uh-huh. and he wasn't good enough to play for Manchester United. Okay, post Ferguson. I think I think a piece of the Stargate beats him. Um, I'm sorry. What was that, Ryan? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Next next okay, set well, of cards I have, for me. I have more. Cards. Oh no, that's that's I'm I'm opening another pack. Oh, so because we can yeah, because you had... I have smaller packs. We have yeah. enough. We have enough so that we'll 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 go completely through this. Uh, this is from the Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh my god, this is such a bad movie. Okay, I've never seen it. Oh, it's real bad. It's it's it's, um, and there's all these people talking about how it's uh, um, an acquired taste now. Blah blah blah. There's there's a there's a a lot of Super Mario Brothers movie apologists out there. Um, so this first one that I got is Dancing the Dactyl. Which is uh, where Mario and Luigi try to blend in with the dancers by joining them in their favorite number, the dactyl. But not knowing in the da- any of the dance steps, they're pretty easy targets. And I got, oh, <clears throat> I got Ben Davies, who is a defender for Tottenham Hotspur. <laughs> <laughs> well, I win. <laughs> uh, oh. This next one I got was... Uh, the ventilation shafts, <laughs> which just shows Mario and Luigi hugging themselves or hugging each other inside a ventilation shaft. Oh, and I got uh, Kalichi Anianacho, who's the backup forward for Leicester City. No, yeah. no, oh, no, you know, no. Mario and Luigi in a ventilation shaft beats that. No, they, they 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 definitely beat they definitely beat Indian Nacho. Okay. They're they're in the bottom half of the Premier League. <gasps> okay, fair, fair. <laughs> yes. Um Lena becomes energized. <laughs> oh, uh oh. This is uh Okay. This is where where Mario's girlfriend gets electrocuted. Ryan, I got Vladimir Kufal, who is a Sufal. <laughs> who is a defender for West Ham United. I I, I I feel like I'm sorry, but I feel like yeah, <laughs> yep. Lena getting electrocuted. A woman getting electrocuted beats a player from West Ham. He is the second best check on that team. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, passes just bounce off him. Um. Okay, and then I've got one where uh, uh, Koopa gets halted, and. 
It's where the it's where Bowser gets shot in the head. Okay, I have got Chelsea FC defender um, Cesar Azpilicueta, who is well, one of the better defenders in the world. Well, and Bowser regenerates his head, so I'll go ahead and give that to you. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because it wasn't very effective. All right. Um. All right. Next up is uh, next up is weaponry. It weaponry. just says weaponry. Okay. It's just guns, which is funny because uh, I've never really I've played a lot of Mario games. Guns never really a major element of the game. All right. Yeah. What okay. Do you, what well, do you got? I have got I have got Milan midfielder Frank Kessie, who's actually pretty damn good. Yeah, you can take that. One. Yeah. I think that's you. <laughs> yeah. I have mysterious woman. <laughs> Oh, is this this is this is Daisy's mom, who who le- drops her off at the orphanage in a dinosaur egg. That's what it is. Yeah, it's Daisy's mom. She's got it going on. She's got it going. I mean, she she does kind of got it going on. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. 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 I have got Internazionale Milano, which that's not really the name of the team. I've got Inter Milan's uh, midfielder Stefan Devry, who. No, he doesn't yeah. got it going on that much. He doesn't got it going on as much as Daisy's mom. <laughs> no. All right, I uh, now I have Daisy. Oh, yeah, who's also got it going on? Okay, well I've got I've got Leicester City super forward Jamie Vardy. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> I'm gonna have to give that to you. Yes. I'm gonna have to give that to you. Uh, I have Lena, which I think is Bowser's girlfriend in this. I've it's been you know over 20 years since I've seen. I thought this movie. Bowser was in the Shanana. Yes. <laughs> okay. And Arthur Fonzarelli. Yes. Um, so I've got Sevilla midfielder Lucas Ocampos. Okay, my this is going to be my internal thing, although I'm not fully cognizant of all these teams. If I don't know who this player is, yeah. I'm not going to make a big argument for them. I, and the thing is, is that this is one of the characters from this movie that I haven't seen in 20 years that I barely remember. Ooh. I think I think this one goes to a playoff. Okay. So we put them both down. All right. And then I have to open another pack. We, I am now on Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Okay. Um, and the crowd is on the edge of their seats. The crowd is on the edge of their seats. <laughs> oh, good God. This is... These are bad. <laughs> these are... Wait, these are Deep Space Nine? Deep Space Nine cards. Yeah. Okay. Oh, they are... God, they are just stuck together. Oh, I oh. mean, they're old, you know. All right. First up, I have a card that is just about the Starfleet uniform. Oh, that's literally it. It has Dax and Cisco. Well, Cisco's got a red shirt on. It's got Dax and Cisco on it, but it just says uniforms. Okay, I would say that unless it was the flashback episode where Dax is wearing the old school Star Trek. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, the Trouble with Tribbles episode. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Unless it was that one. It's not that one because I've got. Bayern Munich and I believe Canadian defender Alfonso Davies. Okay, well you get both cards from the playoff then. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this that one... is one of the only Deep Space Nine episodes I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be this is going to be a problem for you though. Uh, not this one, but the next one. Uh, ready? Yeah. All right. Okay. I have got AS Roma midfielder Enrique. Uh, copy paste. Okay, I have food replicators. Okay. Yeah, I can't. I can't. 
it's 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 Enrique Mikatarian. I didn't even know he still played for Roma. Yeah. He never gets a game. I think I win this one. <laughs> yeah. I think food replica unlimited food wins. Um pretty much no matter what. Uh okay. Who do you have on this one? This is this is, I got another one that's gonna be tough to beat. Okay, I I've got I've got Sevilla defender Marcos Acuna. Uh-huh. Sure. Okay. I got Father Mulcahy himself. Oh, oh no. you've got Pichu. I got Odo. Well, you've got the patron saint of the pros from Dover. Exactly. I, exactly. <laughs> you cannot you cannot lose when you have Odo. Okay, who do you got next? I've got Real Sociedad midfielder Igor Zubeldia. I've got Photon Torpedoes. <laughs> the Star Trek cards are really working out for me. Yeah. All right. Okay, uh, I think this is probably the the highest powered card in the game. Uh huh. I have PSG forward. No, I, I have I have the one really shitty forward that PSG have. I didn't get Neymar. I didn't yeah. get Mbappe. I didn't get Messi. I got fucking Mauro Icardi. Oh, I have Mila. <laughs> I have Mila, who is uh, is Miles O'Brien's assistant. Yeah, I know. So uh. mm, playoff. Yeah. Playoff. Um, how many cards do you have left I have, right now? I have three. Okay, cool. That means this checklist card I don't have to use is one of mine. <laughs> checklist. I have a checklist. <laughs> All right. Um, go ahead. Uh, what do you got? I have Real Madrid. Oh, I have Real Madrid defender Marcelo. I, yeah. <laughs> I, have, I have The Passenger, which is an episode that... Uh, I barely remember. Yeah. So yeah, okay. you're gonna you're gonna win that. You're gonna win both of those. All right. All right. Well, I have Manchester City forward Raheem Sterling. I have the mission. Hmm. I don't know what that means. Then protect the Bajoran ceasefire and the oh. wormhole. Oh. Uh, I know. Playoff. Playoff. All right. This is the last one. This is the last this one. This is the last one. All right. What do you got? I have Liverpool FC midfielder Fabinho. I have a Federation runabout. I think a Federation runabout can outrun the Fabinho. Yeah. You're right. All right. All right. I think I win. Hey, I don't know. See. We'll do a real, we'll do a real quick count. I have 24. <laughs> this is going to be a problem. I have 24. <laughs> and it's dead a draw. Tie. It's, it's, a, a draw. it's a draw. It's a draw. <laughs> well done. I had fun with this. Yeah, uh, okay. We'll, we'll, you know what? Tweet at us. Uh, hashtag finest kind if you thought this was fun. Yes. Um, if you uh, didn't... Uh, Sorry for your luck. It's our podcast. Yeah, I actually had a lot more fun than I thought I would. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is Ted's dad. Oh yeah, yeah. Ted's dad. Hey, cool. Ryan, Ryan's opening his Bill and Ted cards that he got from me for uh, for his birthday. Nice. So. Okay, so what's next on the agenda? Next on the agenda, let's go around the league. Um, so oh, we'll thing. start out with uh, New England against Dallas. Uh, New England beats Dallas uh, by a score of one to nothing. Uh, penalty in the forty fifth minute uh, yeah. for Gill. Kind of a nothing burger of a it game. It was not really. a great game, no. Red Bull um, just just beat up on Toronto four to one. Um, good news for us. I mean, absolutely, Tor- yeah. Toronto because Toronto lost last week. Or no, they drew last week. They drew drew against yep. Dallas, and then they lost um, this week. I'll take that going into a game against Toronto in, into a conference. You know, yeah. important conference game. 
Um, Red Bull, let me see if there's any. I'm looking at this. Uh, Who scored for Red Bull, by the way? Morgan, oh, Morgan got a, a hat trick. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was going to. Was, I was pulling that up real quick here, lineups on that. Um, so, yeah, wait, Lewis they're, Morgan. They're, they're, they're right wing back? Got a. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Lewis Morgan got three goals. Um, good on him. Yeah. Uh, and then, um, let's see, who was the other goal scored by? Aaron Long, uh, a defender, got the other goal. Yeah, yep. So um, it was basically like wingbacks and defenders. Yeah, and, and, and all, all, the the goals, right, all the goals were in the first half. And they're all on the right side. Mm-hmm. Yep, so, um, yeah, Jesus uh, Jimenez for Toronto scored their lone goal. Um, that's really all I got to say about that one. Yep. Uh, uh, next game up after that, going back to here. Uh, Sporting Kansas City beats Houston, no surprise there, by yep. a score of one to nothing. Um, let's see here. Yeah, not again, not another. Uh, yeah, Remy uh, Walter gets the only goal there. Yes. Um, nothing, nothing to really write home about. It wasn't a super compelling weekend, quite honestly. It, it really, really wasn't. The only thing notable about that game for us is that Steve Clark was the losing goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Philadelphia beats Montreal uh, by a score of 2-1. to one. Philadelphia goes down on a red card at the 71st minute, but there were no goals after the red card. Yeah. Um, another one, Montreal. So, so uh, And that was in Montreal, too. Yeah. Uh, San Jose, Columbus, we obviously already talked about. Uh, Chicago, Orlando City in a barn burner. Oh, man. With a record home opener attendance. Did you see this? Yeah, like something like 75,000. No, it was 25,000 for Chicago. Oh, oh! I, I thought you said Charlotte. No, no, I said Chicago. So that was oh yeah, the, Chicago, Orlando. Yeah, nil, nil. Yeah, exciting. Yeah, it. Um, I thought that that was really interesting. I'm, I'm going to pull the uh, pull the page up here because they posted it on Facebook. So wait, wait. There were twenty thousand people in Soldier Field. How do you? Twenty five thousand people in Soldier Field. Okay. Um, that's like how could you even? It's that's like. They could hide. I'm sorry, it was the second largest opening match crowd in club history okay. at 25,477. Soldier Field, uh, for just, you know, just for uh, prosperity, you know, posterity's sake, uh, let me see here, holds 61,000 people. Yeah. So the stadium was a little bit more than the third full. Right. <sighs> that is. Not great, Chicago. It is not great at all. It's not great. I mean, good for them for I mean, it's it's what was what was the, the Toyota Park's capacity? I think it was probably right about twenty two. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um somebody let me see here. Alright, so I'm sorry, Seat Geek Stadium. Yeah, Seat Geek. No. Uh, it the was the absolute it was, worst commercials. It was 20,000. 20,000? Yeah. SeatGeek, by the way, um, absolute worst commercials ever. I don't care about the weird flexing butts. Mm-hmm. Uh, another barn burner in Vancouver, 0-0 against NYCFC. Yeah. Um, DC United take a red, but it doesn't matter as um, they end up scoring a penalty in the 90th minute to yes. win one to nothing. Yeah. That, uh, it's got to hurt. Yeah. 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 Ola Kamara scored the penalty, too. There we go. Um, oh, you hate to see it. 
you, you know, really, you really, really hate really to do. see it. Yeah. Um, Minnesota Nashville score of one to one. Um, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colorado. This was another. This was was another high scoring game for this weekend, or one of the only high scoring games. Excuse me for this weekend. Yeah. Uh, Colorado uh, beats Atlanta three to nothing. Um, uh, Atlanta takes a red card in the 86, but two of those goals came before that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it, it, Colorado doing you know doing good work over there. Uh, Salt Lake beats the Sounders by a score of one to nothing. Yeah, this match is notable um, mostly because there was a two-hour weather delay. Yeah, yeah. Also, Seattle now last place in the in the West. Right. I know it's early. Um, yes. But that is that is notable. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charlotte gets beat by the Galaxy. They had a massive crowd. On yeah, this is what I thought you were talking 70, about. It was 75,000. Yeah, it was, um, it was gigantic. Well, yeah. Which is good for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, hey, so just keep selling the tickets. That's the, uh, that's so, the harder part. So, yeah, so the Galaxy, um, they scored late. And then um, didn't they have a player taken off because of injury? I want to say they could have. I didn't. I didn't watch this one. So yeah, I saw highlights, but I don't remember. I know that um, yeah, the Galaxy did use all their subs, but of course, Google doesn't tell me what times they use their subs. Right. So, um, I mean, the Galaxy had. I mean, they they were still subbing out at, at the 86th minute. So I, you yeah. know, they they didn't have to play a man short. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Going through here. Um, yeah, then we'll talk about we'll talk about LAFC and then we'll talk about the the, you know, the massive uh, viewership match on on ESPN. Yeah, yeah. So again, let's okay, so Austin, they put 5 against Inter. Well, I want to LAFC oh. Portland real oh, quick oh, yeah, just okay. and then we can talk about the Austin game a little bit more, but yeah. um, LAFC uh, 1-1. Portland scores early in the 18th minute, then picks up a red card in the 62nd, and LAFC scores at the death, uh, 90th minute, uh, to draw the game. Um, draw this, the game at this is the game I was thinking about with, with the injury, because Carlos Vela for LAFC went off injured. Okay, yeah. okay, that makes sense. And then we talked about this last week and I guess I guess the question is is I mean it's still two games but it's very weird that Austin has scored as many goals as they have uh yeah they've scored 10 goals yeah in two games <laughs> yeah um, five to one has has Cincinnati scored 10 goals in their franchise history <laughs> <laughs> they're working on it they're working they're yeah, okay working on it well okay I'm not they're pra- doing the best they can okay I'm not talking about like in practice yeah, in scrimmages yeah. No. I, I um, um yeah so I don't I, I do I, I do want to look at this so um <laughs> Cincinnati scored 37 total goals last year okay Austin has scored 10 goals in two games I know yeah yeah <laughs> that is pretty that is pretty funny it is um I, it's inexplicable to me. Um, are Miami that bad? Were well, we know how bad Cincy are. C- Cincinnati. Okay, real quick, just to put it in perspective, in 2020, and obviously it was a shortened season, but in 2020, Cincinnati scored 12 goals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they are the Derby County of. Oh God! But they can't ever get put out of their misery because they can't get relegated. I know. It's, I know. It's oh, it's just bad. It's just yeah. yeah. You hate to see it, and by hate to see it, I mean it's hilarious. Yeah, oh, it's absolutely um, hilarious. But good on Ethan Finley scoring two goals, getting the yeah. brace. Um, it's uh, 
<laughs> yeah, I just, I just. Um, Austin also has had two home games in the first two. Um, it's true. Games of the season, they played the worst team in the league by far, and then they played Miami, which has not been great. Um, no, but Miami. Okay, Miami drew their first game. They did against Chicago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, against Chicago. So that was the the big nothing burger special. I don't think Miami is going to be that great of a team this year. Um, no, it doesn't. Signs point to no. Yeah, signs point to no. I think that we're going to have um, the uh, as as far as the Miami game uh, or as far as Miami goes. I think we we've, we've you'll see. Chicago, I mean, this isn't rocket science, but I think Chicago, Miami, Charlotte, and Cincinnati are going to be the, the cellar dwellers this year in the East. Yeah. Um, New I, England, Philly, maybe us. Maybe. <laughs> um, I mean, currently we're doing okay, but we're it, scoring goals. That's the thing. Yeah, like, we've scored seven goals. We've scored seven goals. I I, I like those numbers. Um, now, at the same time, Red Bulls also scored seven goals. There's only two teams that have scored... There's two teams that have scored seven goals in the Eastern Conference. That's us and Red Bull. Everybody else has scored much less than that. Um, yep. The next highest is DC with four goals. Um, yeah, plus minus right now, goal differential is four. Yeah, it's 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 a good it's a good you know starting indicator. Um, in the West, it's weirder because yeah, Austin has ten goals for, and yeah. then the next highest team they have a they have a goal differential of nine after yeah. two games. The next highest team uh, with goals scored, LAFC with four, but also San Jose with four. <laughs> yeah, and San Jose is in second to last place. Well, or, I'm and, sorry, third and, to last. Well, place. and three of those four were against us. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, I think we'll know a lot more in the in the coming weeks as things start to you know start to kind of kick off a little bit more, and we get a little bit more of a sense of of where people are finishing in the league, what what's going on that way. Yeah. But um, well, yeah. As, as far as LASC, two of their four school goals were scored by Carlos Vela, who is. Currently injured, yeah. as far as we know. So yeah, um, I don't have anything else. Yeah, at least about the wraparound. Um, do you want to take a break and then we'll yeah, let's take a break and then we'll talk about the Toronto game. Yep, sounds good. All right, stick around. We're All the pros right. from Dover. All right, we are back. It is uh, the third and final segment of the pros from Dover. Um, this is weird. I'm looking at the uh, the you know cards that you had and uh, free cards in the app. Yeah, which yeah, there's an app. That there's goes an app with that it. you can play the game on, but like then you also have the physical cards. That's okay. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't yeah. have youths. Yeah. Um. All right. So let's talk Toronto. One thirty kickoff. Right on Saturday. Um, and I'm going to pull it up and just see what the latest weather forecast <laughs> says because it keeps it keeps on changing. It's like the ruble; it keeps going down, down, <laughs> down. Um, currently, it is saying 24 degrees and a 44 percent of chance of snow, with uh, winds out of the northwest from 20 to 30 miles an hour. Yeah, winds could occasionally gust over 40 miles an hour. This is going to be a miserable game. It's going to be terrible. Yeah. My wife is not going. Yes. My uh, girlfriend is not going. Yes. I, uh, 
yeah, that's why I'm sitting with you. Um, <laughs> well, gee, Matt, so I can way to make me feel good. So I can snuggle you for warmth. Um, I'll bring a blanket. It's going to be gross, man. I'm not looking for... We're supposed to get uh, one to three inches of snow the night before, too. Yeah, that's going to so. be great. Yeah. Um, Toronto is... Toronto. Um, yeah. Not super great this year. I mean, it's it's early for them. They, they had a 1-1 draw at Dallas and then a 4-1 loss at home last week. Um, not producing a whole lot of goals. Uh, no. Sario scored their only goal in um, uh, Dallas. Jimenez scored their only goal in Toronto. I don't. I don't. I if we can go through, if we can come through and and do what we've been doing and put up a multiple goal game. I think this goal or this game is ours. Oh, I would agree. I, yeah. I think I don't think Toronto are you know match fit for the run of season yet. Um, and I think this is a this is a good opportunity for us to get in there get in there early and 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 you know get a get a win yeah um but we also can't trip over our own dicks true um, which is what we did in san jose yeah, um, yeah we play better at home um the stadium's a lot better this year than it was last year it absolutely is It is going to be interesting to see with the roof and high winds uh how that kind of impacts okay it's going to be interesting it's gonna because uh, i don't we've really not had a game with like high winds Have no we? no we well yeah, we haven't. We certainly haven't had a league game. I don't know what it was like for that El Salvador. US yeah, I, yeah, I don't know about that. Um, but yeah, I mean, we. The problem mostly last season was it was just so damn hot in the summer. Yeah, because it's the stadium's black. Yeah, it's mis- miserably hot. Yeah, and the sun. But whatever. Um, so to me, the big question is, what's the over under on Michael Bradley? Uh, complaining about a call. Uh, there, it's, there, there is no under. <laughs> the, the over is one, and the under is point nine 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 nine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is this. It's gonna happen. Um, yeah, I don't think I don't think we're gonna have much trouble with this one. Um, I don't think so. It's either. not a knock on. It's not a knock on. You know, it's not the whole <laughs> Toronto rivalry week. Blah blah blah. But it's just I, I just don't think Toronto has I don't think Toronto's team is there right now I don't think that they're they're no. um, they're going to be able to, to to hang. There is every um, indication that we will score at least two goals. Yeah, and I would say there is every indication that Toronto will not match that. Do we uh, do we start Zardes? <sighs> I'm going to go with yes. Mm-hmm. As the lone striker. Yeah, as the lone striker. This is exactly what I said for this last of the San Jose match. <laughs> I mean... Well, I'm going to say we start Barry. Uh. <laughs> okay, fine. So, um, do we think that there's going to be any other lineup changes? I don't think so. I mean, who would you change to? Well, it's not who I would change to, but depending on his level of fitness... Um, I could see Josh Williams um, alongside Mensa. I could see that. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's yeah. yeah. I don't see unless there's unless somebody gets injured in training between now and then. I don't see Santos not starting. Obviously, I don't see Artur or or um, Harrison. Yeah, or Nagby. Yeah. So I mean, I, I think Matan starts. 
Yeah, I, so I think it's probably going to be, a, a, other than the possibility of Williams and the possibility of Zardes, I think it's going to be the same starting lineup. And I don't necessarily have a problem with that. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see other players at some point, but that's going to happen anyway. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, you're going to have you know, international breaks. I mean, we're not playing through any of the international breaks, but nope. at the same time, you're going to have people that are on you know, planes getting jet-lagged coming back, and they may not be ready to, you know what I mean? Yeah. They may not be ready to, to, to start off right away. I don't know how many people we're going to really have. We're going to lose for some of these international breaks right now. I don't think it's going to be a lot. Um, we got one coming up in, you know, the end of the month here. Um, yeah, I actually don't know the situa- the um, the qualification situations of some of our players' teams. Like, I don't know... Um, I don't know if, if Mensa is going to get called away. If, yeah. if Ghana has more matches, I don't know that they have more. I, I just really don't know. Uh, I can't. Ghana has Nigeria the next uh, African qualifier. Okay, they do. Yeah. Okay, um, Ryan pointed out that Ghana's got Nigeria the next African qualifier, which is a pretty big match for yeah, both those teams. Yeah, that's huge. Um, the question again is though, does Mensa get called up for that match because he's not a regular player for the Ghanaian team? Yeah, it's a good question. Yeah, they got. Uh, oh, they got. A, yeah, they got back to backs against uh, Nigeria. Oh, yeah, because it's a it's a two legged match. Okay, so, so it's uh, it's like playoffs for for uh, yeah. uh, for the CAF. Yeah, it's the World Cup qualifiers third round, um, March twenty fifth and March 29th. So yeah, see, I won't I won't digress on this very long, but I keep forgetting that the World Cup is much later this year. Mm-hmm. And so my assumption is if it's March, the World Cup qualifications should already be done and we should actually have the draw by now. But yeah. that's but it's not gonna happen. That's not no. the case. Well and that's that's the thing, like looking at looking at this, like there's yeah, March 29th, uh, and then we we play Nashville on April second. You know, assuming he flies back from Africa on the thirtieth. You know, he probably won't get back get back until nope. the first. It's no way he's playing. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. We'll, we'll have some. I mean, if he if he gets called up. Um, so I mean, there's there's definitely going to be some puzzle pieces to shift around when it when it comes to when it comes to all that. Yes. Um. But yeah, we'll kind of see where where we go from there. We uh we got Red Bull next week. Um. So we'll come back before then and and talk about Red Bull a little bit. You want to do a score prediction? For old times' sake, yeah, two one crew, two one crew. I'm gonna say three one crew. I think I think I I think we got more than two goals in us. Um, Ryan, uh, two nil crew, two nil crew. All, All right. right, and uh, we'll also preview next week because I'm going with Ryan to Detroit to watch the Detroit City game for the first time ever. For his birthday. Against Charleston Battery. Against the Charleston Battery. So oh. I have to not wear a yellow shirt or I will get beat up by people in Detroit who have guns. So I don't want to do that. Um, so we'll talk about that. And then we'll do our wrap-up on that the week after. It's going to be That's, amazing. It's going to be fantastic, Jim. That Just just, just break me out of the home. Is it, does it warm the cockles of your heart? It does. How about yes. the subcockle region? Yeah, not so much, but it's cold. All right, fair enough. My name's Matt. 
I am Jim. We are the pros from Dover. I do want to say thank you, by the way, because I forgot to do it last week. Um, and we're, we're going to put it in the show notes. Uh, and, um, you know, I'll probably insert like a little a little promo for it. But uh, Tim Martin from Redtail Design is the guy that uh, designed our brand new logo. It's um, fantastic. I want to say thank you so much to him. He's a, he's a dude based out of Athens. If you need anything made um, uh, as far as like engraving or... Uh, you know, special kind of like bespoke wooden things or graphic designs or websites or all that sort of stuff. Tim's your guy. Um, Tim did the uh, old Massive Report shirts as well. So he's been he's been a friend of a uh, friend of us for a while now. And uh, we're so thankful that he uh, did our awesome logo. So uh, big shout out Redtail Design out of Athens. Ohio is home is his other T-shirt company. Check them out as well. And we'll be back at it next week. We are the pros from Dover. Thanks for listening. The pros from Dover are Matt Goshert and Jim Bach. The show is presented by Grotesquely Swollen Jaw Productions. Follow us on Twitter at prosfromdover96. If you like the show, tell a friend or write a review. If you didn't, well, no one cares about your opinion anyway. Intro and outro music is Banana Cake by Schaefer the Dark Lord and is used with permission. Check him out at Schaefer the Dark Lord. That's S-C-H-A-F-F-E-R, thedarklord.com. Questions, comments, or thoughts? Email the show at prosfromdover96 at gmail.com. Banana Nana, put out your hands like patty cake And go bananas, we're gonna go banana cakes And grab a stack of flapjacks that your Nana makes Oh, we've got banana cake, full on banana cake Banana Nana, put out your hands like patty cake And go bananas, we're gonna go banana cakes And grab a stack of flapjacks that your Nana makes Oops, I've got banana cake, full on banana cake Banana Nana 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 Nana